Here's the drill. I'm your history teacher from now on. We will call this class Gaming History X. We will discuss current events. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History X, the modern-day podcast where people with a retro flair take a look at modern-day events. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today, my faithful companion, partner in crime, the man from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How are you doing, sir? Is is that what I have? Is that what you call this, retro flair? I've always uh, been wondering what this is on my side. Old dudes it's talking apparently. about modern podcasts. Like, we don't care what social media says. Well, at least I mm. pretend to not care what social media I, says. I, I, I thought this thing on my back was skin cancer, but it might just be retro flair. <laughs> It might be. I've I've become a uh, I've become a not so closeted hypochondriac in my uh, Mm. 30s. So uh, every day I've got a new problem, and I think it's something trying to kill me. And my my doctor's like, "You're healthier than you've ever been." I said, "But I feel sick. Uh, I don't feel ill, to be clear. I just always think that like a new. I think I'm just becoming an old man. Like I wake up with like back soreness in the morning, and I'm like, "What's wrong with me?" Anyway, this I make a joke about retro flare. The floodgates open with your paranoia. With your sickness, paranoia. Do you oh see how? Do you see how bad it's gotten? Anyway, what's going on, sir? <laughs> Nothing, man. It's been it's been a minute here. It's been I haven't talked to you forever. You went on your little E3 journey. I did, and I, did. And I wasn't really involved, uh, you know, because I just I wasn't, you know, I wasn't around when other people were. So yeah, yeah, and so and then you know here we are. But it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and uh, I, I, yeah, I tried to keep up with you. Uh, with all your podcasts you were throwing out there with you and Hefe, but I listened to about the first two, mm-hmm. and then between you guys and every other E3 podcast, I just burnt. I burned out quickly on E3 talk. Well, and our <laughs> like quality I, on those podcasts was kind of shit. That's why the GHX, where I actually talked about what I played, was was a bigger. Um, was mm. kind of a, a better uh, thing. I've actually taken down the previous ones. They're still available. You can still download them, but I, I take them. them off. I didn't yeah. delete any of them. The ones I've listened to, because once this little burnout goes away, I'll go back and, and hear everything. But uh, oh, it's all good. It won't be relevant anymore. But you, you're welcome to listen to <laughs> nothing. <it. laughs> nothing I do is relevant. <laughs> all right. Touche. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. By the way, if you're wondering why Jam's not here and why I don't have a guest, the reason I don't have a guest is because I've been a combination of lazy and busy, so blazy, and, um, Jam got an NES Classic, uh, SNES Classic Edition successfully pre-ordered, uh, through Amazon, uh, so I told him he's not allowed on the show. No, um... Nice. <laughs> Things didn't work out. We had to reschedule and stuff because of the holidays, yeah. both for me and trees. And then it didn't really work out for Jam. Um, and he goes, "What about tomorrow night?" And I said, "Tomorrow night's a bad time. We're we're recording this on the third. You guys are getting this on the fourth. But yeah, so um, so yeah, it is what it is. So Jam will not be joining us, but he'll be on the summer. Next man, we're right in the middle of the summer. It's That's right. Busy weekends are busy." Yes, things are happening. So, mm-hmm. um, and Jam is uh, six, sometimes seven hours ahead of us. So that makes mm-hmm. things difficult for evening shows. Right now, it is uh, quick mental math. It's like two in the morning, Jam's time. So, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so we've got plenty of stuff lined up, though. We've got some listener mail, um, and uh, we've got plenty of stuff to discuss, because in the time since we've been gone, Trees, I waltzed into a Walmart and got a Switch. So we'll be talking about that a little bit. So Sweet. Yeah, I didn't know it was there, but when it was, cool. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get into listener mail and then we will talk about the premise of the show. But yeah, the way I look at it is I just figure we're, we're more seasoned gamers that are talking about Mm -hmm. modern day games, games, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, all right. (laughs) So our first email comes from Andrew, the man with the good taste. And like most things, it's been about a month since, uh, we've done a uh, GHX where we listen to listener mail. So, uh, here we go. He goes, uh, hello again in the la- in the last GHX episode, just for reference, that's episode, I believe 10, you talked about a game with an important message with an important message, but terrible gameplay that was getting some positive reviews that reminded me of something I've noticed recently. There is a trend, a school of thought, if you will, to look entertainment in this case, games in a certain way, a popular belief is that entertainment, i.e. games, exists for the sole purpose of delivering important messages to the public and to quote-unquote educate us in important subjects. In other words, if a game is total crap, but the moral of the story is quote-unquote always love everyone and fight no one ever, it will be getting favorable reviews from certain places. People who think video games should be about valuable messages delivered through an interactive narrative, though not in the majority, certainly are numerous. To summarize, there are a lot of folks out there who think games are about, quote-unquote, the message. Gameplay and levels be damned. Something to think about, huh? So, there we go. Any any comments on that? How do you feel about games that deliver just a message Um, but do it in a bad way? I've said this before. I'm oblivious or dumb. You can pick either one. A lot of stuff goes over my head when it comes to that. I'll play a game and be like, yeah, that was fun. Like, I just walk away from it. Like, yeah, that was good. I had a good time. But then I hear other people talk about it, and they get real deep about stuff in it and metaphors and issues. And I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of that. I just play. I just shot some people. Well, and, and like, <laughs> well, a lot of people think that this is me being cynical, but it's totally not. Uh, the problem is, is that the the millennials, and I'm not using that in a derogatory <laughs> term at this point. This basically means anyone basically born after 1983 um, are a, a, an interesting culture now, where they are super overeducated, but they just don't get any decent jobs. And so, when you do finally get a job that's, uh, you know, I would say, you know, something to be proud of, which would be like in games press, you're so smart and you're so used to the education system because you got out of your bachelor's, you couldn't get a job, so fuck it, let's be lazy and let's, well, that's being deductive, reductive. You say, fuck it, let's go back, let's take out another $30,000 and get a master's degree. And then you finally get a job and you're like, I have only written for six to seven years articles where I think too much about things that don't matter anymore. And so I'm going to apply that to video games. And to be fair, it's something new. (laughs) I love it. We we should play a new game on this show. Yeah. It should be what random topic will set Fred off onto a rant (laughs) and a rant that's been in his belly for months. You could tell just anger. Look, true or false statement though. (laughs) We grew up on EGM, and what was EGM? It was a bunch of fucking slackers who were really good at video games and wrote a paragraph about it, right? Do you remember that? I remember reading some articles that was like Mario, Super Mario Land 3. Well, better than 2 and doesn't suck. And like 4, you know, and it was like 4 out of 5. And it was like, okay, that's I a like review EGM. in EGM. Yeah, I did too. I miss, I miss EGM. I, I uh, 
not to go too far off on tangents already, but uh, I recently downloaded uh, on archive.org. They have the whole one up yours run, the four years of one up yours. And I I was, yeah, I downloaded them all and I was just skimming through each of the descriptions till I found one that was like, Oh, I remember this. This was the one where Garnet Lee and Dennis Dyack have it out for like two hours. And it's great to go Mm -hmm. back and listen to those. Um, So that's been fun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not the best one to comment on that, just because a lot of that stuff goes right over my head. And it's not that I'm making jokes saying I'm dumb and all that, but I'm just I don't know. I don't have the time to invest. To but if a game's got shit mechanics, you probably just whether or not it has a message, you'll never know because I don't just even walk see away. it because I don't yeah. play it. <laughs> Fair enough. I tried uh, playing uh, Phantom Dust the other day. Because it was a free download. Yeah. And I don't know what message that game has, but yeah. I didn't get past this tutorial. Because <laughs> I didn't like the way the guy ran around. Actually, went, uh, the, that once it gets into some Magic the Gathering territory, you'll probably say the same thing. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, but why you'll never guy, know. Yeah. Why am I running around like this is a... Uh, okay. Yeah, they didn't update the controls. Uh, it's a true <laughs> remaster, didn't, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah... Um, all right, we've got one more. Uh, he says, mm-hmm. long-time listener, first-time writer. And this is somebody we both know who goes by mm-hmm. the name of Los. So uh, Los from the go. Future Monkeys podcast writes in. And he says, hey, yo. Every episode I listen and I'm always cursing myself because I forget to email again. But not this time. Writing in to congratulate Mr. Rojas and attaining his Nintendo Switch. Oh, well, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> I'm going to say that I knew you were going to get one a lot, or I knew you were going to get one uh, sooner than later, uh, but a lot sooner than later, but I may have just won a little bet I made. So thanks, Fred. Sure. I hope you got a steak dinner or something. Anyway, um, I guess I'll ask questions since I'm here. Fred, with your shiny new Switch, I'm sure you're excited to get a bunch of games that are not Mario Odyssey, right? And I'm sure you've taken notice of all the games coming out that were once Wii U. Are there any Wii U games you wish were coming to the Switch? Because personally, I wish everything was coming to the Switch, but that's just me, right? Maybe. Uh, should I answer this? Or Because the next one's a question for you, so... I don't no, know. we'll talk about it together. Anyway, uh, and a question for Trees, the Pathfinder <laughs> of the Future Monkeys. Where's the Switch, man? Fred's on the boat. When are you going to pick one up? What's it going to take to get you to go out for... Or wait, what is it going to take to make you go out for one instead of waiting for the right breeze to hit you? And Jam, as a fellow lover of the 3D... Jam's not here, so we'll have him answer next week, Los. But uh, as a fellow lover of the 3DS, I just wanted to say hi. Even though I own a Switch and I think the tech is freaking amazing, the 3DS is still alive and well in my heart, and I look forward to getting into the games that I have yet to play. So high five to you, good sir. I feel like... As time goes on, we'll be in the minority. If you're feeling left out with questions, how about what games do you wish to come to the 3DS? Like any game, a sequel of a favorite game, a remake of a classic, something you wish Nintendo would uh, announce that would blow everyone's mind. Okay, I think that's lengthy enough. Trees probably missed my ongoing emails. Huh? Did I make up for taking 11 episodes to email you guys? I hope so. If not, I could get into childhood stories and derailing rants just like I do on the show. Just let me know. Till next time, Los. So before we get into the questions, Trees, I think that was Los just basically saying he will be a guest on GHX, right? Like, I don't see how that doesn't happen That's now. All. Yeah. If not, we'll just have to, I'll have to call and yell at them again. Yes. So, Los, this is episode 12. By episode 15, your ass is on this show. Are we clear? Capiche? All right. Um, he's got a weird schedule, though, uh, so I mm-hmm. hope you can free up a Wednesday night. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, uh, 
All right, so let's get back around. So, Trees, you don't have a Switch. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't I do know if you've ever discussed it. Yeah. I don't have one, but I'm not, like, anti-Switch. I would like a Switch. But um, mine's more timing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I know when I'm, I want one. Because, um, and by the way, I seen one, like, uh, three weeks ago. I was in a Best Buy just randomly looking at stuff, and there was one sitting yeah. Nintendo's been trickling them out over the last two weeks, but then they seem to have gone into hibernation again because I'm seeing the prices jack up again. I actually had to pick it up and be like, is this an empty box or no? (laughs) It had a little security thing around it, and Mm -hmm. it was just on this blank end cap all by itself. But uh, if I brought that thing home, my wife would kill me, just (laughs) randomly bring home a $400 thing. So um, I plan on doing our living room over at some point in the next few months, right? And when that happens, I will move my TV from my game room, and that will become the new living room TV, you see? Uh-huh. The old living room TV, which is small, that will go up into the, the, the nine-year-old's room, mm-hmm. right? And then I will take my Wii U and put that in her room because she sense. plays that. Mm-hmm. And then I will get a 4K TV for my gaming room. <laughs> there you go. And then I, like I will find it. Then I will find a Switch to replace my, the hole that was the Wii U. See, it all it's a plan, but it, it will take a while. And I figure by then, there'll uh-huh. be something I want, I want to play on the Switch because uh-huh. I have Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, uh-huh. and otherwise than that, there's nothing I really want to play, except for maybe Odyssey. But I'm not even a big Mario guy. I just think that looks kind of fun. But mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's pretty bad shit. Um, so real quick, first of all, Lose, I like the implication that a switch is a decision people conscientiously make because, uh, to be honest, I've just never been able to find one and I can't keep up with the hustle. Uh, Kansas is, um, especially where I live, um, overrun with people who have no jobs. Um, and they are much better at getting to high demand items than I am. Uh, I have never been able to find a day one steelbook edition of any Blu-ray that has ever released in the history of time. Uh, and no console that's ever come out um, has uh, have I been first in line for. Um, and uh, our family video uh, has... Uh, four minutes after opening, my wife has shown up there. Sometimes my wife has shown up at opening and there are already kids who were lined up before opening that rented every new game that's on the market. So to the point that she has told me to stop asking her because uh, she doesn't work Tuesdays and that's when new stuff comes out to go try to rent stuff at Family Video because it's just a an exercise in futility. Um, so... Yeah, I just, uh, when I got my Switch, I walked into Walmart on a Friday afternoon because they got the stock in Friday afternoon when these kids are either asleep, stoned, or at a friend's house or at a bar, and um, they had no idea that we were going to do that. But the word must have gotten around because I went back there like an hour later to buy one for Sodom, and uh, they were all gone. So, yeah. But... uh, uh, Anyway, he's asking, what games for the Wii U do I wish would come to the Switch? None. I have them on the Wii U. I'm good. They they run <laughs> fine on the Wii U. I don't need any of those uh, games. Like it would be, I guess, convenient if I didn't already have them. Can, but no. I can tell you what I wish would get reissued or remade or put. And it would be awesome on the Switch. Was on the Wii, right? Mm-hmm. It's my. I would say it's my fa- favorite Wii game. And I have a lot of Wii games that I like. But it was a. Uh, it was uh, Square Enix's uh, first game they put out on the the shop. 
and it was at uh, My Life as a King. My Life as a King, yeah. That game is the shit. I still play it because I, you know, I can you, you the backwards compatible whatever on uh-huh. the, the Wii U. Yep. That game. That game is awesome. That game would be awesome on the on the Switch. That would be. Uh, that would actually be a great idea. And I'm not saying that. I, I'm not. I'm not thinking they're necessarily opposed to that. Right now, the Switch is in a weird spot, but it's slowly growing. And I think as the floodgates start to open. We might see that. I think the problem you'll run into is Square not wanting to re-release it. But yes. um, but right now what's happening is because the demand on the Switch is so high and the stock is so low, they're really taking advantage of um, new owners. Uh, I don't want to go too deep with this, but like the games I bought were all downloadable games. I bought like Blaster Master Zero. I bought um, uh, the new Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap remake. I bought, uh, oh, what was the other one I bought? I bought, uh, oh, the the Gunvolt, which was on uh, mm-hmm. Wii U. This is the sequel to that one, Gunvolt Burst, uh, mm-hmm. which is secretly the better Mighty Number no. 9 game. It's the, it's the real Mega Man X remake. Um, but then I looked at stuff like, oh, you know, look, they have I Am Setsuna, which was kind of like a... a you know Square's Chrono Trigger thing, and I can get that on Vita for like twenty bucks. I can get it on PS4 and PC for like twenty five, and it's like fifty or sixty on the Switch. And it's like, no, no, I'm not going to pay forty bucks for Binding of Isaac either. Like the and and the and and Street Fighter Ultra, which is just I, Street Fighter yeah. Two for forty bucks. Are you fucking that's, kidding me? Yeah, that's odd. It was that was like ten bucks when I bought it on my Xbox a long time ago, and I would gladly hyper. pay twenty for it. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I rented it at uh, at uh, um, Family Video. It's the one Switch game that no one ever rents, um, and uh, and and it's it's a very good port of that. But it's still Street Fighter Two. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I have it in so many places. I don't need it, and I don't necessarily need it on the go. Um, so, but as far as moving stuff over for non Wii U owners, I think they've done a good job. The new tease is Bayonetta Two. I think that would be a fantastic move to the Switch. Although I don't need it myself. Um, mm-hmm. And the last thing is, people will probably point out, I've been playing Breath of the Wild on the Switch. I did restart it on the Switch. The only yep. reason I did that was because I found, I had a $10 off coupon on eBay, and I found a guy who was selling his used copy. Just He said he sold his Switch, he needed to move it, and the guy who bought it from him wanted him to give him Zelda for free, and he said, screw that, and the guy walked away from the deal just buying the Switch. So he threw it up on eBay for 35 bucks free shipping. I did the buy it now. I used my coupon. I got it for 25 bucks free shipping, and GameStop mm. gave me $35 in um, cash for it. So I actually made $10 giving them my Wii U copy, which was fine by me. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but that was a very rare example, and I have never seen uh, the Switch version of Zelda Breath of the Wild for any cheaper. Um, and I did get my copy, and it does work. Uh, but hey... So trees, let's see. Oh, actually, I think we answered your question as well. Mm-hmm. And as for uh, jam, you know, I mean, Los, you wrote this after the E3 episode. The one thing I will say that's a little interesting is I bet Jam would probably say the Metroid game that's coming out would be up his alley, the Metroid 2 remake, um, Return of Samus. But uh, I'll let him answer what he wants on the 3DS. And I should point out I also have and regularly play uh, 3DS games myself. So. Uh- I play my 3DS all day at work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I got I don't play it as much anymore because of the Switch. But otherwise, yeah. Yep. But. Puzzles in Dragons. Oh. Uh, the Mario Edition mm-hmm. one is the greatest value for your money you can ever download on that thing. Completely agree. It's awesome. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, so so thank you very much. If you'd like to write to us, contact GamingHistory101.com. And uh, we should have Jam back and maybe even a Los on the next episode. So we shall see. Um, all right, Trees. Let's say mm-hmm. we jump into the topic. So if you've never listened to the show before, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, what we do is we each bring a topic to the table. It can be anything. It can be a news story, uh, trending stuff, things that are happening, and even games we're playing. And we have 10 minutes to talk about it, at the end of which you will hear the following. Now, that hair-raising sound is mm-hmm. key to uh, wrap it up, or you can beg for five more. Actually, you just ask for it, and you get five more minutes, and then you, you wrap it, it up. So, Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> uh, Actually, real quick before we get into it, is there anything you wanted to say about E3? We let that come and go, and you haven't gotten to chime in on nothing. Or are you um, E3'd out? Uh, no, I mean, um, I liked everything I saw, and I liked... Um, for whatever reason, the, the the PlayStation Pro did nothing for me, but that Xbox One X, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I was like drooling over that thing. Yeah, me too. And I think it's because, just like I said about getting a Switch, like when I do my living room over and stuff, I think by the time that thing comes out, mm-hmm. I will have like a proper place for it. You know what I mean? Well, you mentioned Where the 4K we'll, TV, and I had it, hate exactly. to tell you, but the Switch doesn't make much use of 4K. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah, it's neither. Is, my Wii U doesn't make good use of anything, but I still play that. You know what Fair I mean? Enough. Yeah. But the the Xbox One X, some, something about that. I I don't know what it was. I'm like I I like that. And weren't we just talk? I think last time I was on, didn't we? Didn't we talk about? X, if I could just play my Dead or Alive again, my original mm-hmm. Xbox game that I kept. So that'd yep. be interesting to see what they trickle out for uh, games you can play on that thing. Yeah, it's funny because because it was funny because I think on that episode I mentioned how much I like Crimson Skies and I just wish I could play that again. Yeah, and lo and behold, what do they mention? Here it comes. Yep. Boom. Is that weird that I'm excited about uh, a brand new 4K system? Because they mentioned I could play Xbox games. <laughs> no, odd? no, it's going to be a no. very small list. Phil Spencer said, but mm-hmm. Crimson Sky is the first one. I right. think they're going to try to bring back anything that was on live. Because I heard the second one they're bringing back is black. Oh, uh, yeah. That's unconfirmed, you, but yeah. Let me tell you, Crimson Skies. I played so much of that online that mm-hmm. the online lobby music <laughs> it, it like does something to me. Like when I <laughs> if I if I find that right now and listen to it, it does odd things to me like oh, it's just yeah. so ingrained in my head and by the way mm-hmm. the guy in that uh crimson skies that's the original nathan drake yes it is i mean they stole that dude's personality I mean, is that his voice i mean it sounds like him. no i don't think it's nolan north no but i mean but, come on you yeah. tell me drake isn't modeled after that dude oh yeah well yeah <laughs> it's like straight up but um anyways, so i'm wondering so- is this what you're talking about You're nope. talking about lobby music. This Good must trait. be it's a lobby music, menu. buddy. Well, I uh, so, I never I I never had Crimson Skies when um, Xbox Live was available, so I've never played Crimson Skies mm. online. It's actually something I cannot wait to do, and I love. I don't know how it, do it. I, I really don't know how it would ho- it holds up, but it was fun when I used to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I know I I liked E3. I liked everything. I watched tons of stuff. I thought uh, Wolfenstein was awesome. And yes. 
I, I don't really have any negatives about it. I, I watched and I enjoyed. I didn't watch. Uh, no, that's not true. I, I did watch most of the press conferences. Yay, everything. I kind of skimmed mm-hmm. through some of the stuff. But um, no, I, I liked everything. I'm one of those guys. I thought it was all wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, actually, I'm, I'm pretty positive this week myself. But so the question is, who's going to go first? Is it going to be you or me? Um, I'll go okay. quick because since I haven't been around... Yeah, uh, and it, it you know talking about the the last time I was on, I think I mentioned it's been so long. I don't remember what, what where we were, but I think I told you I was thinking of subscribing to all these like services. Yeah, right. EA Access and and games for Xbox. So I've done all that, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to go out and get a two terabyte hard drive for my Xbox One. Did I say that last time, or is that that's uh, new, right? I think that's new. So I had to do that because uh, those games all you have to download them. Mm-hmm. It basically just gives you a free pass in the in the store, and you just have you download them. So yep. I was like, "Well, that ain't gonna work." So I had to go get a two terabyte <laughs> hard drive, um, and I'm so anal that uh, all the Xbox One stuff is on the two terabyte drive, and all my 360 games, which I have a lot of them downloaded, are in the internal drive because I separate them <laughs> like that. Yep. So when I yes. click it on internal drive. Everything's nice and green, like it should be. You know, I do the same thing. <laughs> so. I don't know why. I don't know if that's odd. Um, so I've been I've been playing uh, tons of stuff like uh, Bioshock. I've been playing all old 360 stuff and really <laughs> enjoying myself, like really loving it. But uh, through EA Access, I've taken a weird. Addiction to UFC 2. Oh, okay. That was and not, I'm not what a, I expected. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a big UFC guy. I mean, I do like to watch it once in a while. I used to watch Ultimate Fighter once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's only so much uh, you can watch of grown men that uh, crook their hats to the side and shit. There's only so much of that. Well, but isn't like, Ronda Rousey in UFC 2? So you could do kicks yeah. too? Yeah, they wear their hats crooked, too. I don't know what's up with the <laughs> UFC people. They love wearing their hats fucking crooked. It's like, really? Aren't you, like, 25? You're wearing your hat sideways? But uh, that's, like, that's little rascal shit, isn't it? You wear your hat sideways? <laughs> Anyways. I've, but, um, so, I don't know if the game is great, right? Because I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm sort of good at it and not good at it. I'm, I'm good at it until I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm good at it until I get knocked the fuck out. And I'm like, I suck at this. <laughs> but uh, something, uh, I started doing something recently that I used to do a lot back in uh, the days where games weren't uh, as descriptive as they are nowadays or, or in depth is I sort of make up my own role playing in my head mm-hmm. to make it a little bit more exciting. I don't know if you do that or not. I- I- example. So I make my dude, right? Uh, from uh, from Scotland, Hamish mm-hmm. Keller. I spend a lot of time on names <laughs> and with it. Like I come up with backstories in my head, I'm out of my mind, right? So my boy Hamish Keller from Scotland goes to a UFC house, Ultimate Fighter. Right? Mm-hmm. I have like short hair, right? I have a tattoo on my back. His nickname's the King. So my tattoo on the back is a giant lion head with a crown on it. Sweet. Nice. Uh, and then I win the house. Right? Mm-hmm. So then for my first fight, because in my head I'm a nut, 
I'm like, all right. So he, he's won this thing. He's had some time. He was living the life. He's been training, right? So I, I fill him out a little more. I give him longer hair. I give him a new tattoo, you know, like he's been, been training. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. Like, in my <laughs> head, I'm just like, I'm making up this guy's life. And then, like, like just recently, I've, I've lost a bunch in a row. And I'm just like, my guy's a piece of shit, right? <laughs> so I, like, made his hair, like, long, like, real long. And I gave him, like, mm-hmm. a full beard like he's a bum. Like, yes. he's just a bum. He's just, he doesn't care anymore. He's been drinking all weekend before the fight. Now <laughs> he's in there, you know? Yeah, and now sometimes I'm you let a, Yeah, sometimes you let yourself go. It's fine. Yeah. Now, <laughs> my question to you is, mm-hmm. is that, is that, is the game, <laughs> like, to me, the game's great. But I'm like, I think it's only great because I'm like making up these people's backs. I'm like role playing an aspect of this game that's not built into it. <laughs> So I don't think that actually makes the game good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, having your own fun. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I definitely know. am. <laughs> I used to do it back in the day with like Ridge Racer and shit. And Ridge Racer, let's be honest, is just a series of grids. You're just picking off a grid, the race. But I would like, <laughs> I would be like in my drive, I'd be like, <laughs> I remember with uh, Ridge Racer, uh, which one was the first one you could paint your cars? It might have been four or something. Something like I that. I can't yeah, yeah, my juve boy. Like, I used to put sponsorships on my car. Like, you know, like I got hired and shit like NASCAR, and then I'd lose a bunch. I'd take sponsorships off my car. I was out of my mind. <laughs> it's all role-playing, man. But I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I haven't touched any new game on anything. I just played all these games that I have access to. Nice. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't been bored once. It makes me wonder why I buy new games. I just keep these subscriptions. I'm never buying a new game again. Just keep playing these, man. <laughs> golf. Play my Rory McIlroy golf I downloaded, playing go. that. Someone told me to get into FIFA, but I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready to take the plunge into that fucking world. <laughs> you know? So I don't think I have a topic. Really, I'm just telling you what I've been doing since because I haven't seen talked to you in so long. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm right up the same alley, so uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. But it's interesting what you can get with those free services, you know what I mean? Uh you know, it's funny. I was talking to some people at work, and they're like, oh, there's nothing. There's nothing. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm dipping around to a lot of stuff here. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's a lot. Like, I got to the point where, um, you know, I, I like EA Access. At 30 bucks a year, it's just like, why not? Um, I have got more than $30 worth out of UFC 2. The amount I have played that game. I actually went on YouTube to look up tutorials on how to like submit, mm-hmm. like, like tap someone out because the game itself is shit when it comes to like teaching you how to do anything. And that game is, I'm gonna, I think it's like unnecessarily complicated. I don't <laughs> know if you've ever played UFC 2. Have I you have tried it? not, no, no, but I've, I've always had trouble with the boxing games. Um, yeah, I like the boxing. Do you have access to UFC 2? You, you have EA I access? I have EA access. Yes, I do. You download it. And then, yeah. uh, I know what how do that you works. Have I have it, what uh, do you have it on? EA access is only available on the Xbox One. Uh, actually, it's it, on it, PC as well, but they don't have an annual deal. So you have to pay five okay. bucks a month. So I was like, screw that. I've only gotten it on Xbox One. Then download it. And then try to play a few rounds. And you let me know if that th- shit's crazy complicated. <laughs> I it's always most- had <laughs> issues with Fight Night. 
And EA sports games in general, I feel like, have overcomplicated control schemes. But again, maybe that's just me. Mm, man. But, but, I, but I learned it. I said, I got so angry that I couldn't figure out the grappling uh-huh. in the submit that I said, I'm going to learn it because I'm so, I should be able to pick this up because it's, <laughs> it's making me angry that I can't. Mm-hmm. So I went on YouTube and I watched uh, 12-year-olds explain it to me. There and then go. I was all you good. Go. You know? That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like, you know, my, my boy Hamish had some bad losses tonight. I wasn't happy with <laughs> bad, some bad <laughs> crowd of pilots. Nice. Goes, so this nice. Is, my my poor wife, she just hears me swearing from the other room. But then she also <laughs> hears me like talking shit to the TV when I do win, like when I knock, when I really thrash yeah. somebody bad. Like, yeah, what now, huh? Yeah. yeah. She's sitting there with the baby and I'm just like, and I'm just yelling, I'm like, I don't want to do it, honey. I don't want to do it. I don't want to hurt people like that. I don't want to do it. His family's probably in the audience right now and I had to do that to him. But this is what you have to do. You want to sign on the line, you want to step in that ring. You want to step in that octagon? This is my job. I just punched the clock, and I went to work. Well, <laughs> shit talking's always been part of the game. Like, I, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I do. And she's just like, oh god. <laughs> but mostly, I just apologize to the guy I beat up because look, look what I did to you. I feel. Ba- I go, that guy would never eat straight again. I said, I feel bad. <laughs> this is happening He's- now. <laughs> I just broke that guy's jaw. Is no good. <laughs> look at that guy's jaw. Oh my god. Why would why would they let that go that long? <laughs> you stop that fight early. You seen me, seen what I was doing to him, and that's what my wife listens to. And go. then the next, the next fight, uh, like a minute in, I get my the shit kicked out of me. Well, I yeah, turn, I mean, somebody then I turn the game. Then I put a beard on my Hamish Keller and I turn the game off. <laughs> and see who wins now, right? Uh. <laughs> I wish I could put a bear gut on him. I'd do that. I'd be like, he's really depressed. <laughs> he's been drinking a lot, not sleeping. There you go. There's nothing wrong with the big husky guys, though. I always do big husky guys. Uh, my dragon's dogma guy is like supposed to be mm-hmm. this agile, like um, you know, thief, rogue, backstabber, two you know blades and everything. But I made him this hulking, barrel-chested monster, and it's like he he shouldn't be spry. He's built like Mister Incredible. <laughs> like it's not. It's not. It doesn't make sense. But oh, uh, God. Um, you know, what game actually got me sunk in all that stuff was uh, Need for Speed. I loved that game, and then um, I played uh, 10 hours of it on the EA Access trial and then bought it, and then it became part of the vault. So yeah, I went in the vault. And, I went and traded it in my disc copy into GameStop, and they actually gave me, because it was so close after release, gave me like 35 bucks or something. I rarely trade stuff into GameStop, but with stuff like the vault, you know, and stuff I know I never so- need. Yeah. Have you had EA access since the beginning? Since day one. So what happens when, like, say, Madden 17 was coming out? Mm-hmm. Did you get to play it early? or Yes, you get to play it. Um, you get to play 10 hours uh, for a week early. And then how long before it become a game you could just play? Uh, the then you could... Oh. Let's extend this for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So I believe if you bought it, you could just continue playing it. But maybe not. Maybe if after no, you know what? I think it was after ten hours. You had to wait till its official release, even if you bought it. Okay. And you get it for ten percent off. And they do. They used to just give you the game. 
Like with Need for Speed, whether I was online or offline, you could just play the game. And there were a couple other games that were like that. But then like Titanfall didn't even go to it. It's the only game so far on EA that didn't go to EA Access first. And then like Mass Effect, of all things, Mass Effect Andromeda only lets you play like two story missions and then nothing but multiplayer. And that's been their new popular thing to do. And I get it with something like Unravel. Where it's like, you can play the first two levels for 10 hours if you want to, but we've gated the game. But like with something like Andromeda, which is like a 60-hour game, it's like, what the fuck do you care if they play 10 hours of it? Um, So, I don't know. I was just wondering how long it takes before a game goes in the vault. Like, I don't really care. Like Uh, like a Madden game to me? Okay. Because a Madden game, I don't care what year it is. Like, I'll play 17 all this year. It doesn't matter to me. That like if it's the newest thing, mm. you know what I mean. So I know 18's coming out whenever, but I think it's about just, six months they drop it. Um, okay, they let the sports games be out for about six months because I think FIFA 18's about to come out, and I'm pretty sure 17's already in the vault. No, I was super bummed about when I got it. I was looking for some of their older NASCAR games I wanted to play. Mm, yeah, but NASCAR I forgot ones, they don't have the yeah. license anymore, so I was like, yeah. fuck. I want to play some NASCAR. <laughs> There's also some random shit. So, like, you know, like, I, this is why I've always gone with EA Access. Like, I look at what went into the vault, and it was, like, Medal of Honor Airborne and, like, Battlefield 3 yeah. and, like, Dead Space. And I have all those games, but, like, just, I don't know. Just in case I want to play them on 360 or whatever. And I go and look them up at GameStop, and I'm like, you know how, like, we have this opinion that 360 games are all cheap? But then you look them up mm-hmm. at GameStop, and you're like, God, if I ever really wanted to go play Battlefield 3, they're going to give me a dollar for it. I always compare what they give you versus what they sell it for. I was like, they want twelve ninety nine to buy it, and they're going to give me a dollar back for it if I trade it in. And I don't even want to buy it. And I said, so why don't I just keep the vault? Because then for the next year, I can just play it when I want to. And who knows mm-hmm. what else they'll add to it. And I've just always kept it because of that. Um, but you know what I didn't get? I didn't get, uh, I guess some people got free year cards, and some people got um, hard drives. Uh, two terabyte hard drives for being part of EA Access since the beginning. And the one thing I thought about was my membership was not on auto renew the first year. So it lapsed and they sent me an email that says it lapsed. And then like all the games that were uh, from the vault, like stopped working on my, on my hard drive. They didn't delete. They just stopped working. And it said, Mm -hmm. if you resubscribe to EA Access, you'll be fine. So I ran out within like probably two days, bought a new card and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? I guarantee they consider that like a cancellation and a re-up. And so that's probably why I didn't get it. I have a two terabyte hard drive external hooked up to my Xbox. And I have no problem uh, spending 30 bucks on a year of EA access. So I was like, eh, it's not a big deal that I didn't get it. But it would have been nice to get it because I think it's an EA access branded like SanDisk drive nice. or something. But I like eh, that. it is what it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, those services are pretty good. I also did the uh the regular xbox one and i just realized i have a lot of those games so i probably i i let the one month freebie I, lapse and then just let it go i i had a craving for bioshock on the uh games for xbox there so i i played i played that and it turned into like a four-hour session nice that's a great how game. much i really yeah it's so good you know i hear that little uh little flying uh sentries when i hear that yep. little clockwork sound with the whistle (laughs) that shit's like uh ingrained in your head you know and um so i'm excited because i'm gonna finish that and then i have the other two you know 
yeah. downloaded. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go through all of Bioshock again. Well, see, on, you know? P- on PC, and I know you're rolling your eyes already, or at least some of our audience members are, uh, a lot of those remasters are given to us for free. Bioshock, we were given that remaster collection for free on PC if you owned it on PC. Same thing mm. with Skyrim and various other games. So a lot of those I have just because they just gave it to us. And actually, the PC games, the old ones still ran too. So we have both versions. Um, so that's why I keep a lot of stuff. The same thing's true of Dead Space and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, And that's probably with EA Access. Like, I have the PC option. But if I didn't, I would definitely want it for all that backwards compatible stuff. And I'm starting to, like, not want a bunch of tangible stuff on my shelf anymore. So, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hey, yeah. All right. Down it goes, down it goes. And your topic drowned. Well, so you know how I usually have like some new fancy thing to talk about, and people probably mm-hmm. like maybe want to talk about the SNES Classic Edition. Maybe there's some news stuff that came out, you know, people leaving things like that. Nope. I want to talk about games too. I've been playing games and I've been having fun, like really enjoying nice. some games. Yeah. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. So I want to talk playing about games and having them. fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, uh, so with the Switch, obviously, I got into that. Got Blaster Master Zero, which trees. That's also on 3DS. Mm-hmm. I can think of a lot worse ways for you to spend ten bucks. Um, yeah, you heard it wasn't that good. Really? Okay. Well, here's yeah. what I'll tell you about Blaster Master. So y- you've played the original, right, on NES? Okay, so the original, we all remember that fondly until you go back like now and play it, which Mm -hmm. I have it, I've played it, and it's still the same game. Um, It's actually kind of shitty because that game is like six hours long and it's really tough and there's no saving and no passwords and when you die, you only get one life. When you die, game over, start over. Uh, It's just too hard. Like I don't, I remember getting to like level three out of like five or six back when I was a kid. And I can't get anywhere near that well now. And I just can't live with the pressure of like one run and I'm done. So this is that game with random checkpoints. And it works out just fine. (laughs) You get checkpoints before each boss battle. You get checkpoints every time you get out of the rover and walk into one of those little like top-down isometric areas. And then there are random checkpoints scattered to a couple parts of the map each time. You know, Um, And for me, it's great. It's fantastic. It is what you remember. It's it's like I tell people, it's like what your nostalgia tells you Blaster Master was like. <laughs> um, so I'm really digging that. Um, actually, I've been playing a lot of old games brought to new because you know what else I grabbed? Uh, because I'm a big progenitor of this. I think you know this. I love remasters. Um, I draw my line somewhere. Like Shadow Colossus, I'm not going to buy that that third remaster. Although it's in 4K, I might. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I probably won't buy it. But I did mm-hmm. buy the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Um, <laughs> I love Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Uh, we did the game club and kind of rehashed how difficult that game is. It's been cracking me up watching people go, you know, they broke the game. They made it hard. No, you just forgot how bullshit that game really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Trees can, can, te- can attest to that. It's probably been like two years now since we did that game club, but that game yeah. is a lot harder than I remember. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have fun playing that. We played that at all. <laughs> well, 
uh, then then this insane collection is not going to help you much because they did not <laughs> tweak anything like that. The controls haven't been tweaked, um, and the gameplay is identical. Although I think that's kind of a good thing. I hate when games don't feel right after they've been kind of like touched. You know what I mean? Now this what's this on the PlayStation Four? PlayStation Four. Although in there are leaks that it will have a release on PC and Xbox One this holiday. What? Now, so you bought, did you buy the phys- a physical copy? I bought a digital copy. I've been buying digital for most of my stuff. i seen an Instagram picture somewhere. Uh-huh. And I thought it was released by Sony or something. Activision's actually the publisher. Okay, so whoever, and it looked like the old PlayStation um, packaging. Oh. But it said Insane Trilogy on it. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, are they just showing the original Crash Bandicoot like PlayStation disc? But it said Insane Trilogy on the... And I didn't know if it was a mock-up just for that picture or if it actually got released and looks like the old uh, PS1 it, No, the, uh, the actual Insane Trilogy box art is not the, uh, the old school stuff. However... Okay. There are a bunch of people online who are distributing um, reboxes. This is the new thing. Um, are you sure? Because it, it had it had that in the foreground, like someone was holding it, and in the mm-hmm. background, it had the Crash Bandicoot mascot mm-hmm. guy. So it looked like oh, a, you a know promo what? for the actual. And it said, "Do you remember when these okay. commercials were out or something?" So, so get this. So okay. at E three, we talked about this. Uh, Hefe and I at E three. Crash was walking around and he had the bullhorn and he was literally walking up to Nintendo's booth and going, Hey, plumber boy. Like he was like taunting the actual Nintendo booth, which was a whole big new donk city. And then he went to like the food trucks and started fucking with people in the line of the food trucks. And then he went to a bunch of other places and they were playing the commercials and stuff. And there was a huge line in the South entrance for E3, uh, that Activision was doing to play the insane trilogy and the lines were like two hours. And I said, why the fuck am I going to wait two hours to play a game that comes out a week after I get back? And I said, no, Mm -hmm. forget it. But you know what I've learned is a lot of those game demos that had really long lines had like special stuff. I stayed in the Nino Cooney line for two hours. Oh no, mine was an hour, but it eventually got up to two or three hours. And I got a, um, I got a steel book that will not be sold with the game. So the only way you could get it was at this and Gamescom. They're going to give it away with the demo. I got a steel book for Nino Cooney that is a special steel book. And I wonder if they were giving out a sleeve or case for this if you yeah. played that demo. I'm going to look it up. I bet. Especially if Crash was in the background because he was at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have been it then. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a bummer. Yeah, I would have awesome played that demo had I known that was coming. Um, how much you want to bet you could buy it on eBay for a handful of bucks? <laughs> so I now i got i got fucking digital themes trees lucky me um oh boy the, they do have one thing in it though you they have new playable characters your uh partner um in the various games that i think the person you're trying to save is unlockable um so there's like a teenage version of your like female love interest uh that or no maybe it's your little sister i don't know any there's unlockable characters you can play as uh, they control just like Crash, but hey. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with that game. Um, it is the game you remember, but it it I'm just telling you, it's a lot of fun. The graphics are great, and they've done new fun little quirky things for Crash to do. You know what I mean? 
Um, oh, like while he's standing oh, that still. Crash. Like while he's standing still or goofing around and stuff. And they have new death animations where like if you fall into a pit, his shoes fly back up. Like it's 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 pretty <laughs> funny. They do some fun stuff. So um the uh the uh they've gotten rid of some weird sound effects and stuff though. Like when you beat a boss, he no longer leaps in the air with like stars coming out of him and goes, Yeah Like they got rid of that. <laughs> Ugh, excuse me, they got rid of that and I was really it's upset. Good. I was bummed. Um but uh, but all in all it's a great thing if you the big caveat is if you like crash. Um mm-hmm. but they did a really good job with it and it does not play any different and I think that's the big thing it's just a massive visual upgrade. They also have speed runs for every level which again probably is not something that you think sounds like a good time but I have been killing tons of time doing speed runs and the speed runs have two recommend or requirements. The first one is that you do not get the checkpoints throughout the level. So you have to beat the level in one life. And the other requirement is uh, you have to beat basically the rest of the world. Um, and uh, But I've got a couple where I'm up there. I think I was like number seven in the in the world. Um, so, But yeah, I've been <laughs> playing that and that's been a lot of fun. In fact, I uh, meant to start uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, the, the one from two years ago that was like the British one. Uh, in the turn of the century by Jack the Ripper times, and I've not gotten around to it. So, oh. the other thing I've been playing was the Friday the Thirteenth game. Now, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know if I've talked about it on here. I'm a big fan of Friday the Thirteenth, like massive fan. Like not just in what we talked about earlier today, but like I have all of the DVDs. Um, I've slowly started recollecting all the Blu-rays, and some of those are out of print and they're really expensive and don't have a whole lot. I've been watching a like a tw- uh, an 11 hour documentary on the franchise that I bought on Amazon called <laughs> Crystal Lake Memories. Uh, I'm a big fan. So naturally I bought this game. All right, let's see. Is this the Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. How the you, hell? You, lo- you, you know lost what? out. That's in yeah. that's in Europe. That's why. Because Sony okay. Europe Yeah, just, I've seen that, but just, but just Yeah. I seen a different one though. That was American one. It had like on the binding there, on the on the, it oh. had the ribbing. It had the ribbing that was like mm-hmm. you know the American ones. No, you know what? No, you're right. You're right. Actually, I bet this is in the boxed version, um, because what you're actually showing me here is not the retro stuff. This is actually just like the Insane trilogy, but it shows all three like worlds in it. I bet you a million dollars, because most of the sleeves in those uh, PlayStation Four games nowadays are reversible. I bet that's mm-hmm. the reversible sleeve. So I bet if you buy the store bought version, and if you're curious, you can walk into a GameStop because you know they open their games and sell them as new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet there's a guy who could show you that. So, uh-huh. but yeah. Whoa! All right, I'm I'm oh. I'm asking for more time. I want more time. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about games. I cut you. I cut you off. With no, that, no, 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 no. Um, so you should go check that out because if it, well, I mean, unless you think it'll actually sell you the game that it sounds like you don't want, uh, at which point don't look it up. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so Friday the Thirteenth, I I thought this game was you know I, we've kind of seen that Kickstarter go off and everything, and I did not do the Kickstarter, but. Um, I was like, how is this going to turn out? The game came out at 40 bucks. It's a little pricey for what it is. There was a game called Dead by Daylight that came out that we got to be right. in the beta of, and it was very similar, and it didn't work out too well because people are kind of shit when they're, you know, um, I guess solo people. Mm-hmm. And I bought this game day one because I'm that guy on PS4. I made the decision for PS4. And a lot of my peers who really like the game all confess to 
getting review code. And I specifically didn't want to review this game. And therefore, uh, especially because of my closeness to it and everything. Plus, I didn't know that they were going to give me one. And I didn't want to just be forced into it. So I bought it. And I was very displeased with my experience. The first weekend, but this I kind of expected. The servers were shit after that. Um, there was just a lot of problems with people getting together. Randoms are complete assholes. They're terrible, and everybody's got the same answer. <laughs> well, you got to run in a group. Okay, well, when do you guys play? Oh, we play late, really, because I play really late. Oh, no, we play late. And then they hit me up at like 7.30 p.m. I'm like, dude, I play at like 1 a.m. Like, <laughs> I have to, once my kid goes to bed, I have to put, you know, hang out with the wife. Once she goes to bed, I have to do bills. Once that happens, I might have to do work from work. And then I finally get to start playing between 11 and 12 and so yeah you guys need to be up and they're not up you know so but starting this weekend i really just got going on playing with random people and just just kind of like if the game was kind of shit i'd jump out and then like go join a different one and so i do have this terrible ritual of having to spend about 10 minutes finding the right game but eventually when i get in there i'm having a lot more fun with the game um you know, and if you've not played it, the premise is you're either Jason and you're fucking lumbering around, but you have some cool special moves, or you're a camp counselor and you have some special moves too, and you either have to like call the authorities or escape in a boat or do various other things. And if you have a mic on, it's proximity based. So mm-hmm. you can trick Jason and do various things to like kind of, you know, uh, either help yourself or help others. And um, yeah, so. I, I like it. I, I watched I watched some streams of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it myself. Um, I I like the attention. To DJ. I like all the 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 Jasons and the yeah. I mean, they put a lot of like you know time and, and passion into it. Obviously, you mm-hmm. know, and I like I like that. And uh, but it was funny. I think I watched uh, it's a giant bomb. I watched someone play it for like forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't. I didn't see one kill. <laughs> Or one anything because it like the game like glitched out twice. Yes, it's it's a, it was it was pretty funny. It's it was like nowhere it was near. Like a, it's really not buggy anymore, but it happens right. a little. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was like a forty minute stream and you don't see one kill. It was like yeah. <laughs> you know booted out of one game. You yeah, know, two glitches. One glitch ended the game because Jason flew off the screen in out of space and what what i've been doing is as cool stuff happens i've been using the save feature on the playstation where i save the last like 5 10 15 minutes and then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna edit them all together and so you'll see 10 hours of me actually playing but i'll edit it into a five minute maybe not even video of what you really want to see um the other thing is i haven't leveled up too much so i don't have all the jason skins i just am lumbering jason Friday Thirteenth Part Three, Jason. Uh, Looks like they have a lot of them in there. Yes, they from do. From like from everywhere, you know. They do. They cool. have. They, and they. Tom Savini, the the special effects guy who kind of birthed Jason, has mm-hmm. a special code which you got only by being a Kickstarter, and it sells online right now for like four hundred bucks. And uh, yeah. and they're like, "Don't sell those codes." And I'm like, "You guys did this. You made this so rare." <laughs> that yeah, it's yeah. A, like, what did is, you expect? Um, do you know if uh, Jason X is in there? I have not seen Uber Jason. My favorite Jason is Jason 7, which is the one where he's all rotten from being under the lake for so long. That mm-hmm. is in there, but you have to play a lot to level up. But I've been having fun. On Saturday night, I got really lucky. We had some friends over, and we were drinking and stuff. And when everybody came inside, I started playing Jason because they just wanted to talk. And I did four straight rounds where I played with randos as Jason, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Do you think uh, the people that made Evolve are kicking themselves because they sort of 
they tried to like get this genre up and going. The team gets um, one. Well, hold on. We'll let this drown, but. Um... Um, I will they, tell they you. They blew it. Yeah, Turtle Rock is who made Evolve, but they also made Left for Dead. So it's like they nailed it out of the park okay. the first time, and then they didn't do so great the second time. They made Left for Dead one. They they were the original concept. Oh, Valve okay. actually took Left for Dead two internal right. while they were working on Evolve. Um, Evolve had some problems with it, but I do think. You know, it just didn't click with a lot of people. Uh, the other thing was, Evolve was sixty bucks. This is forty, so it is a little cheaper. Although yeah. I think it would have sold even better if it was thirty or twenty. But Evolve also they killed themselves instantly out the gate because remember it came out full priced, but then it the had DLC, day one DLC yeah. that had all the other monsters locked away. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Fuck this game." <laughs> yeah, no, that's a bad thing. And and from what I can tell, Gun Media, Friday the 13th, they're not going to do any of that stuff. And there is a campaign that gets included if you buy the main game. And it comes free in an update patch in the future. I'm actually kind of hoping uh, October 13th is actually a Friday the 13th. I'm hoping nice. that they release the single player around that time. That would be great. Um it's also why I don't think that price is going to go down. Because they're like, we're going to give you content instead of savings you know and i'm actually kind of cool with that um do you think this this style of gameplay like i know it's it's jason so he's lumbering around do you think this could translate to some sort of like nightmare on elm street game oh definitely oh definitely that off and and (laughs) new line owns friday the 13th so new line Mm -hmm. also owns nightmare on elm street uh so new line could release that in fact Memory serves, I think, New Line owns Halloween. They were smart. If they were smart, yeah. <laughs> they would just that spit these And off. I know okay. New Line owns Texas Chainsaw. But yeah, they probably could. Now remember, um, this was Gun Media doing it with in conjunction with people. But I will tell you, people always want to know why this Friday 13th is catching on with a lot of players and a lot of sales. And I don't know how many sales that is. I don't know if it's a ton. I know it didn't perform wonderfully if you count Steam. But, uh, but I think the reason why is the franchise. You're right. It's the IP. That's what Evolve and Dead by Daylight don't have is the IP Um, because the experiences are pretty similar. Um, People are shit. Human beings and people playing online are shit people. And I'd love to play in a private match. Someday I will find people in a private match that are of my friends. And all of you on PSN, I know you try. It's just that I have a shitty schedule. I'm going to cop to that. Mm -hmm. But if I do get to play with a group, I think it'll be fantastic. For now, all I do is I do fun stuff like, you know what I've done recently is, do you remember this old thing we used to do on Xbox? Where you like get near a bunch of counselors and then I'll play something off my phone that's like a dude farting for like 30 seconds or something. Oh, they still do that? Yeah. Uh, you can now. Uh, I'm the only one. <laughs> but uh, Jason's got some cool moves, though. Jason does this stuff where you like teleport straight to where the person is, so you just show up behind them and cut them down. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, he just he's pops got, up. He's got some fun stuff. So um, yeah, so it's all right. But uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I and I think that's it. I think that about wraps up our uh, our episode. So. Sorry for the traditional what you've been playing episode, but I think it's totally appropriate and a great, you know, E3 hangover kind of type episode. So You mean Fred doesn't have a just stop? Oh, you know what? There is just stop, but I don't have a just stop. I have one. Good. We should do it. So just stop. The part of the show that I completely omitted because I flat out forgot because I haven't done this show in a while. Trees, <laughs> what is your just stop? 
So because I was uh, watching all this E3 coverage on my own, on mm-hmm. my own time, because my schedule is weird. <clears throat> so when I do watch these streams, I don't watch them live. I, I watch them when I have the time. And I watch them. A lot of times I watch other people watching them. Other, uh, you know, like gaming news mm-hmm. outlets or whatever would sit and watch them and comment. So I, I kind of do that because I like, you know, whether it's Giant Bomb or, or other people, you know. Yeah. And the one thing that most of them do, uh, you know, and I like Giant Bomb, but they're they're a big offender of this too, is mm-hmm. they constantly have to try to make jokes nonstop at every single thing. <laughs> yes. no, jokes that aren't funny. Mm-hmm. And... And a lot of times with, with most of everything I've seen, like jokes trying to put down like what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to watch a cool trailer for something and I'm watching it like, this looks badass. Like, I, I don't know what, what the deal is. And they're just like making like funny quips nonstop, <laughs> like at, at the game's expense. I'm like, at some point you just want to go, well, if you guys shut the fuck up and just watch it, you'd actually <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, you know? So mm-hmm. There you go. If something's, you know, just stop making jokes nonstop when you don't have to. Sometimes you can just watch something and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you ever hear that? that? that Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. was guilty of that for a while. Um, Oh, you were. You were one of those, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to make it clever. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah. Yeah. Noted. so I guess my just stop is kind of more universal and it's not even that negative in my opinion, but my just stop is, um, if you want something to change, just stop expecting other people to change. Either you change to make yourself content with something or whatever, but you, your, your way of thinking is probably inherently flawed. If your solution for something is to expect someone else to do something else. So. That's deep. That's some deep shit. I'll leave you with that moment of zen. Um, but uh, anyway, all right. You can find us at GamingHistory101.com. Trees is on uh, Twitter, at TreesLounge00. And I am at SpidersVenom. Uh, some people were asking us to put the Twitters on there. And we are at the real gh 101 So, uh, yeah. Until two weeks from now, uh, I guess this is us saying peace out. See you later. <laughs>